Hey guys, this is Anna. So before we get today, get on with the show today, let's hear from our sponsor. All right, everybody, this is the Ramblings of a Transgender Christian Podcast. I am your host, Anna Hudak. Um, I want to apologize ahead of time. Um, something is really wrong with my throat today. Um, it does not feel good at all. So if I sound off or, you know, like, you start like, hearing me kind of like hack something out. You know what it is. For some reason, my throat is just really acting up um, right now. So, yeah, I just wanted to explain that right off the bat. But anyway, we, we got to start off with the most important story. Um, very, very important to me, at least. So, And y'all are going to sit down and listen to it because, well, cause, because I said so. Simple as that. Anyway... <laughs> Um, yeah, Master and Commander, there's a prequel coming out. Whoop, whoop. Yeah, okay, I am a huge Master and Commander, Farsighted World fangirl. Um, it's the movie that made me a Russell Crowe fan. In fact, Russell Crowe is my favorite actor of all time. And Master and Commander is almost single-handedly did that for me. And also made me like Paul Bettany, um... Yes, I, I, I knew who Paul Bettany was before the MCU, bitches. Um, but, and also, you know, really cemented in my uh, mind why I love Billy Boyd so much. You know, the guy who plays Pippin in Lord of the Rings. Yeah, he's in Master Commander as well. It's a small work, much more, it's a very small side character, but he's lovable. You know, it, it, it's just nice seeing, that boy, seeing his face. You know, every time when I see his face in that movie, I just got to go, Billy! And uh, yeah, it's just a random ass weird thing that I do. But yeah, I, I absolutely adore the movie. I read some of the books. I, I don't remember how much, to be honest. It's been years. But I definitely know I didn't get for every two too much. But I, I definitely need to try to get back into the book series again and like read it all this time. But yeah, um, yeah, for, 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 for just announced today that there is a prequel in the work. So. I am super fucking pumped for that. Like, I, I don't, I generally don't really get pumped for movies anymore. Um, I used to at one point. There's one point where it's like, I have all these movies, like, every year. Like, super pumped for. Now it's just like, alright, what movies am I, like, legitimately pumped for? Like, I mean, there are movies I'm interested in, you know, like, Adam's Family 2, Dune, um, Boss Baby, Family Business, you know. Like, I'm interested in most of them. So like, I, I'm gonna see them, you know. Um, Corella just came on to actually genuinely pumped for to see that whenever I finally can see that. Um, but like I try to think like Tron 3 and then this, you know, like that's it. Like that's all I could think of. It's like, yeah, I am fucking pumped to see this. Aquaman 2, that's another one. I love Aquaman, the first one. I thought that was one of the best superhero films ever made. Um, I'm going to be honest, I don't think superhero films are all that good. They can be very entertaining, but I don't think they're very good movies. Um, this, uh, the first Aquaman is one of the few superhero films I've ever seen. I think is a genuinely good movie. And I say, yeah, I am actually genuinely pumped for Aquaman too. Um, but yeah, honestly, honestly, the MCU just completely burnt me out on superhero films. So like, that's really the only superhero film I have any plans on ever seeing. Um, cause for me, uh, I'm gonna be honest, last two Avengers films, Infinity War and Endgame, I thought were complete dog shit. I thought they were absolutely horrid in every way. 
Um, okay, not so much Infinity War. It, that one was not horrid in any way. But Endgame, definitely. Th th that, that was awful. I... I am doing everything I can to block... Like, I've already blocked out most of that movie out of my memory. Um, there's unfortunately still a few scenes that refuse to be blocked out of my memory, such as America's Ass. Um, and that awful girl power moment uh, that was fucking bad. But yeah, I... I ooh, that was a bad movie. And that, honestly... I'm not joking, really did pretty much kill any interest I had in the MCU going on. And then, you know, my... Mom got me to watch WandaVision, and it was not good. Uh, WandaVision was just not good at all. Um, I re like it was intriguing for a bit, but then like it just meh, wasn't that good. Really wasn't. But so I'm not really into superhero films anymore. But anyway, going back to the original topic, yeah, I'm super pu fucking pumped for this prequel. Um, just whatever you do, please get Russell Crowe and Paul Bettany back on board, please, please. Please, um, I like. I mean, I like. If as long as Peter, like, if they can get Peter Weir to direct it, I'll, I'll watch whoever it, no matter who is acting in it. But if it doesn't have Pe at least Peter Weir act, I'm um, directing, um, and it does also doesn't have Russell Crowe and Paul Bettany. Yeah, it's gonna be a hard sell. It's gonna be a very very hard to sell on me. Like, yeah, like. You gotta have either both Paul Bettany and Russell Crowe, but no Peter Weir, or at least Paul Peter Weir directing. Like it's gotta have at minimum one of those two things for me to watch. Preferably Peter Weir returns to directing with Russell Crowe and um, Paul Bettany. And Peter Weir is also one of my favorite directors, and pretty much solely because of Master and Commander. I think it is that damn good. In my opinion, it is a actual legitimate masterpiece um i cannot recommend it highly enough if you have never seen it please 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 watch master and commander for side of the world it is fucking amazing anyway i have gone on long enough about that but for me that is something that is actually super fucking important and now let's get on with things i think that mostly you really actually find more much more important um so yeah it is pride month and of course just all these motherfuckers are doing everything they can to make Pride Month as horrid as possible. Like, holy shit. Um, I mean, don't, don't get on. There's been some good things. Like, um, like, uh, like, um, Christian, the Christian Cope, I mean, the Christian Post, um, they, they were coping hard right now. Um, Wisconsin banned, um, conversion therapy. Oh, okay, they banned state funding of conversion therapy, which, nice first step, but you need to actually, you know, actually ban conversion therapy, um, but hey, I mean, I guess at least they ban state funding of it, but yeah, they have no fucking balls there, um, let's see, but yeah, a lot of horrible things for, you know, and the Florida governor stripped funding, um, for LGBT people from the state budget, at just like, at on the first day of Pride, as a massive um, FQ, um, there was a middle schooler who was beaten and choked for wearing the Pride flag to school here in America. Um, Marjorie Taylor Greene and a bunch of Republicans, they have pushed forward a bill in Congress that would ban rainbow flags. Yep. And then, of course, Chick-fil-A is... 
being a shitbag like usual. So, just seriously, people, please don't eat from Chick-fil-A. We actually am going to read that article. Because uh, we actually got a few articles I actually really want to read today. Um, two, most of, two of them are just these hard, like, just the most coping posts ever. They are conservative articles just coping so hard with the fact that trans people have rights now. And are. It, it is delicious. It is fucking delicious. I cannot wait to tear in to those dumb motherfuckers. Um, but yeah, and one of the articles is from the Christian Cope, I mean, Christian Post. And then the American Conservative. The rag that's currently um, edited by the idiot, idiot-in-chief, Rod Rayer, who I, ooh, I need to rag on that fucker more than I do. Because holy shit, he is... Fucking dumb. And a fucking just horrid person. Like, guys fucking racist, um, Islamophobic, anti-immigration, anti-LGBT. Like, every, like, the guy dreams. Like, he fucking, like, has a fucking fetish over killing minorities. Like, I'm not even joking. Like, there was a few years ago where he posted this obviously fake story that supposedly a friend of his sent in, you know, told him it happened at a movie theater. Like, it was obviously fake. Um, anyone of half a functioning brain could tell, like, yeah, either your friend is lying or you're lying about having a friend that sent you the story in. But yeah, apparently, like, there's a bunch of, like, trannies at a fucking movie theater, and they're just, like, being, like, horrid, you know, like, just, like, raising all hell and making, like, sexual jokes in front of all these children. It was so fucking obviously fake. Um, and then, like, the end of the article, you know, the big hope at the end was, is Rod Dreyer saying, yes, I can't wait for a civil war to happen, so, you know, and is this, like, Really? Okay, so let's pretend, at least pretend in this weird-ass world that this actually happened, that there's a bunch of, like, trans people who are being complete dicks at a movie theater, you know? Yelling, you know, making a lot of noise while the movie was going on, you know? Making sexual jokes in front of children, you know? And just being fucking weirdos, you know, like, legitimate weirdos. Um, so, so let's pretend that this actually happened. Your response... To this is, oh my god, I can't wait to kill them. Who's in the wrong here? <laughs> like, bruh, like, you got problems. But yeah, that's the kind of guy Roger is. He literally dreams about killing minorities, especially LGBT people. Um, so yeah, that's the kind of person he is. And I really need to rag on him more. But unfortunately, this article was not written by him. It was written by one of those even dumber lackeys. Um... But yeah, anyway, we'll get to that. But first, uh, definitely want to get this article out of the way from LGBTQ Nation. And I will, and I, I, like, I am trying to do better at putting all the links for everything in the show notes. Um, if you saw the last two episodes, listen to the last two episodes, you've seen like article, links to some of the articles and tweets mentioned. I'm trying to do better and be more complete. So you should be able to find links to all these stories if you want to read them yourself, including ones I just briefly mentioned in the show notes. Anyway, so yeah, um, Chick-fil-A's profits are being used to push anti-trans state laws and kill the Equality Act. Christian millionaires, including Dan Cathy, an heir to the Chick-fil-A fortune, are behind one of the most sophisticated 
dark money operations ever seen to pass anti-LGBTQ legislation to stop the Equality Act. Chick-fil-A has been assuring customers for nearly a decade that it has stopped donating to anti-LGBTQ causes, only to be caught doing so time and time again. Now the fast food chain's billionaire co-owner is using the company's profits to fund hate groups that are passing anti-transgender bills all over the country in a campaign to stop the Equality Act from becoming law. Any report from the Daily Beast exposes the operation being run for the National Christian Charitable Foundation, NCF. The sixth largest charity in the U.S. In the, US. the group's donors include some of the wealthiest social conservatives in the country, late Chick-fil-A CEO and Chairman Dan Cathy, <coughs> former Secretary of Education Betsy DeVos Family Foundation, Hobby Lobby, and the Anschutz family. Oh, what, what a wonderful group. Um... What, what, what a wonderful family dinner table of bigotry. Um, anyway, the, the, the report comes, from, comes as the Equality Act stalls in the Senate. The Equality Act would add sexual orientation and gender identity to existing federal civil rights legislation. It polls well. 70% of voters said they supported it in a poll this past March, but it's still far from getting close to the 60 votes necessary in the Senate to pass. And the only reason it requires 60 votes in the, in the Senate to pass is because of the fucking filibuster. And because fucking Joe Manchin and Kristen Sinema refuse to abolish or at least reform the damn filibuster. Because tradition! No, it has nothing to do with that. It's that Joe Manchin wants to be the most powerful man in America. That's all he is. Like, at this point, he is the most powerful man in America, unfortunately. His fucking, uh, just fucking angers me. So, like, the guy's never gonna vote. Like, I, I, I hope I'm wrong, but he will never vote to even just reform the filibuster in a way that's good for, um, you know, Americans in general, um, but especially the Democrats, to actually pass some of the progressive legislation that's um, trying to be pushed forward because, well, it means he has less power. And right now, he is, without a doubt, the most um, powerful man in the government. Congress can't do fucking shit without him. Um, so, yeah. Thanks, Mansion. You fucking asshole. Um, anyway. But the bill hasn't passed, um, after being introduced in Congress in some form for decades has been something of a mystery. Sources in the Capitol said in April that Senator Joe Manchin, um, who has not come out and supported the bill, has been subjected to a massive calling campaign organized by Christian groups, and that the calls have been a thousand to one against the Equality Act. No, it's because Joe Manchin has no fucking spine. He's in a conservative state. He has no fucking spine. He doesn't give a shit about, you know, normal human beings, including LGBT people. Anyway. Meanwhile, dozens of states are considering passing legislation to limit LGBTQ and particularly transgender rights, legislation that lawmakers often don't really understand or can't explain how it relates to their state. Oh, gee, what a shock. Because don't know shit about the people or ever to try to discriminate against or, you know, what for laws, if our bogus laws would actually do. Gee, what a stunner. <laughs> Alliance Defending Freedom, ADF, is an SPLC-designated hate group 
is believed to be behind this effort. ADF is also responsible for Vizier's spate lawsuits targeting anti-discrimination legislation filing on behalf of Christian business owners who haven't even been asked to serve LGBTQ customers, but claiming for religious freedom is impeded by the mere existence of civil rights laws. <sighs> God damn. Anyway. In his 2018 form 990, NCF gave six gave over six uh, million to ADF money that came from people like Kathy and DeVoe, and never likely fully aware of how the money is being spent. The group has given grants to 63,000 nonprofits since it was founded decades ago, including Heritage Foundation. One of the most despicable, bigoted, conservative think tanks out there. Um, pretty much nothing in the conservative agenda gets approved without Heritage Foundation um, either approving it or coming up with it. They are the conservatives, conservatism's biggest um, think, think group. Um, anyway. Um, one of the biggest groups trying to stop the Equality Act from passing. NCF is a donor-advised fund, which means that donors can suggest how the money is used, although they are not legally not allowed to tell the organization what to do for donations. We certainly sell it to donate donors as, we do what you want with this money, says a tax analyst familiar with NCF's filings. They are also supporting organizations that are run by NCF staffers. There are more than a dozen people on the far-right Heritage Foundation's board that have support that are, have been supporting organizations that funnel cash to NCF. NCF co-founder Terry Parker is the director or treasurer of several organizations with names like Christian Heritage Foundation of Steamboat Springs, which the analysts said are funding things including advocating for the, get this, forced sterilization of transgender people. So make no mistake about this. They want they don't just want us dead. They want literal genocide against the trans community. So next time when you go out there and say, "Hey, they want us dead," and you know, some shit says, "Nobody, nobody just disagree." Just just point to this. Forced sterilization of transgender people. This is who the NCF, which is which is funded directly by Chick Fil A, what they are pushing for. So guess what? Every time and you buy some fucking waffle fries or a lemonade from um, Chick Fil A, just know your money is going towards the to towards legislation that would force sterilize trans people. So Christ-like. So beyond Christ-like. You know, I get to see Jesus right now standing, you know, there on the mountain, you know, with all the people. And behold, I say unto you, sterilize the faggot. Sterilize them all, because the Lord abhors them all. Smite your enemies. Yes, you must commit genocide and kill them all. This is what pleases the Lord on high. When your enemy asks for civil rights, do everything you can to kill them. Yes, this is the will of my Father in heaven. Yeah, I, I, I see Jesus saying all those things right now. Just 
so 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 Christ-like. Um, aren't you so glad that all these you know great you know defenders of the Christian faith are you know just we just on genocide against you know minorities? Aren't you so glad? Um, yeah. So just God damn. So just keep in mind who you're up against, you know? Like, I just want to keep this in perspective. That the people that we are up against have shit tons of money. They have, I mean, literally millions of dollars. So that they can push for the forced sterilization or the genocide of trans people. This is who we're up against. So, so, please don't ever listen to conservative gaslighting. That they respect our our rights to exist. No, 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 no. For right does not in any way, shape, or form. If they did, guess what? They'd be sitting out here condemning bullshit like this. But no, you could bring it to her attention, and they ain't gonna do anything. They're gonna find some way to fucking equivocate or whatever. Right? Don't get respect your right to exist at all. They want us dead. And to, and for, you know, like, and that's the other thing, like, what do they think that the fucking forced sterilization of us is going to do? Do they think that, like, trans people, like, reproduce other trans people? Like, I, I'm like, fucking God. It's so fucking, it's, it's so evil. It, this is actual evil. Anyway, I, 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 I just can't. Anyway, continuing on with the article. That's the super dark money element versus that kind of standard run-of-the-mill dark money, the analyst told the Daily Beast. We're doing hardcore extreme stuff, but they make it seem like it's a bunch of soup kitchens. In 2012, the Chick-fil-A Foundation was caught donating to anti-LGBTQ organizations that opposed marriage equality and promoted conversion therapy. Kathy said that the company was guilty as charged because they want to promote, quote-unquote, the biblical definition of the family unit. Ah, yes, it's right there in the Bible. Um, you know, Hezekiah 3.16. Behold, I say unto you, the family is one thing and one thing only. Man, a woman, legally married, two kids, and a dog. Anything other is sinful. Oh, and by the way, you must be white. Otherwise, please don't reproduce, you know. <laughs> Fucking. Oh, so, it's so, so angry. No, the Bible does not um, actually define family that way. In fact, the Bible doesn't really actually have any fucking definition of family. Uh, I don't even know what fucking, where, where, where are you looking, where, like, where do they get this bullshit? Like, they're literally just pulling shit straight out of her ass at this point. Like, no, the Bible does not define family as a man and a woman and several kids. And let's be honest, for fucking conservative bigots like them, probably white kids. You know. Oh. I, I, I just can't. I can't. Anyway, continuing on. Chick-fil-A later walked back that support and said that he would stop funding organizations with quote-unquote political agendas. In 2014, Chick-fil-A founder S. Truett Caffey died and left his company to his sons, Dan and Bubba. Such a sovereign name. Today, Dan Caffey has an estimated net worth of $8 billion from selling chicken sandwiches and bigotry. Um, 
And the Caffey family is believed to be the 15th wealthiest family dynasty in the U.S. The fact that he has over $8 billion, um, and we're only the 15th wealthiest family dynasty in the U.S., that is fucking terrifying. I don't even want to know what the wealthiest one is and how much money combined they have. I really don't want to know. Um, whatever it is, the answer is way too much. Nobody on there should have that much money for any of these people. Anyway. In 2019, the Chick-fil-A Foundation was caught once again. Oh, gee, who, who could have seen that coming? Um, donating it to anti-LGBTQ groups. Oh, my. Who, who, who'd who ever funk that one? Um, and promised to stop eliciting jeers from evangelical leaders. Later that year, 2018, IRS filings were made public and showed more donations to anti-LGBTQ groups. But the company said those were just old commitments. Yeah, I'm, I'm certain they were. Old commitments that were just previously, it just, just, just magically just came up. Like, you just say, you know, it's been like, what, four, like, four years, like, four or five years since you uh, last saw, you know, since you last, wait, no, it would have been longer than that. How long? Like, what, six, seven years since you last um, donated to anti-LGBT groups and just six, seven years later, you're fucking... Um, secretary says, like, oh, shit, we, we promised this one anti-LGBT group uh, that we were going to donate them to them back in 2011. We just never did it. Yeah, no, that didn't happen, you fucking liar. Don't, don't insult our intelligence. Anyway. Now it seems like Kathy's strategy is to use the vast funds he has acquired and continues to receive from Chick-fil-A to engage in aggressively um, anti-LGBTQ activities than the Chick-fil-A Foundation was willing to fund, even before it said it was stopped in 2019. Um, people who have boycotted the company may be hard-pressed to see a distinction between Chick-fil-A's profits going to an anti-LGBT groups for its charitable arm or Chick-fil-A's owner donating to even more politically active organizations as a private citizen. And NCF spokesperson said that the group is honored to have so many donors and that much of the fund, the organization's funds go to, quote-unquote, providing clean water to the thirsty, rescuing victims of human trafficking, translating the Bible into new languages, and much, much more. Aw, doesn't that just sound like the most, such a wonderful Christian group, you know, for, um... Translating the Bible into new languages, you know, for the sole purpose of um, rushing the book of Revelation to come, you know, for the rapture and the, uh, you know, the rise of the Antichrist and Armageddon, you know, uh, for the slaughter of, you know, the heathen. <clears throat> don't, don't, don't mention that part. Don't mention that. That's the reason why they want the Bible um, translated into everyday language. So, you know, so we can rush um, forward, you know, the return of Jesus, you know, a.k.a. the apocalypse. Um don't, don't mention that in part. Um, you know, victims of human trafficking. Oh, but that's, that's a Christian thing to do. Um, oh, and by the way, uh, yeah, we, we, also genocide. You know, genocide, anti-human trafficking, and, you know, promoting the, and trying to push forward, you know, what you believe will be um, the book of Revelation coming true. Yeah, it's, it's so, so, so Christian. I am just basking in your righteousness. Just basking in it. 
Anyway, final paragraph. NCF does not develop or implement strategies about which charities or causes to support, spokesperson said. All grants are initiated by the recommendations of our givers. So beautiful. Anyway, so yeah, if you want to read the article for yourself, I think this is a very important article to read. Um, you know, and also check out the Daily Beast article, which is linked into it that this all kind of originated from. But I think this is very, very important, not just for the trans community, but for the progressive community in general to really keep our eye on. And for the love of God, people, stop, stop eating Chick-fil-A. Eat Popeyes. It tastes better. If you must go to a dedicated chicken place. I'm going to be honest, the best chicken, um, fast food chicken sandwich I've ever had, Arby's. Hands down, the best. I love Arby's chicken sandwich. Absolutely fantastic. So, if you, so, 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 you know, even if you don't have a Popeye's nearby, you almost certainly have an Arby's. I think for chicken sandwiches, even better than Popeye's. And Popeye's is pretty damn good. So, that's, that's my recommendation. For, but just for the love of God, don't, don't go to Chick-fil-A. Unless you believe that, you know, funding um, genocide, literal genocide of trans people through forced sterilization um, is a good idea. So, there's that. Oh, gosh. Let's have some... Let's... And, you know, since we're already currently reading some of these articles, let's move on to the Christian cope. <laughs> so, uh, this one, I think I'm probably what I'm probably going to do, just so that they don't get any fucking more money. I'm probably going to archive this um, the, the, this article and the one from the American Conservative um, and just link to the web archive versions. Just so that they can't get any fucking ad revenue um, from sending you guys over there to read. So that's what I'm probably going to end up doing. And to be honest, I probably should just be doing that myself and not if I think about it. Anyway, the Christian Post. Um, yeah, they, they, they are coping pretty damn hard right now. So Wisconsin, they signed an order banning state funding of conversion therapy for minors. <clears throat> the Christian Cope doesn't really like that very much. They don't like that very much at all. And so they, they, they wrote this one long cope piece over it um, a few days ago. So here's how that goes. Wisconsin Governor Tony Evers has signed an executive order preventing state and federal funds from going to any programs that involve sexual orientation change efforts, therapy for minors, or what's often derisively known as conversion therapy for unwanted same-sex attraction. Ah, yes. All those minors who just don't want to be gay, you know? Um, you know, like all those, you know, teenagers just willfully signing up for it. Oh, wait, it's the parents who don't want it? Who don't want for kids to be gay? Well, can't mention that part. The whole narrative falls apart. Why would you mention that? Shut up now. Anyway, continue on with the article. Known as Executive Order 122 and signed Tuesday, um, the measure directs the Department of Health Services, the Department of Children and Families, and the Direction Depart sorry, the Department of Corrections to take appropriate steps to expressly disallow payment of state and federal funds allocated by the respective agencies for conversion therapy for individuals under 18 years of age to the extent allowable by state and federal law. 
The state has a strong interest in ensuring that state funds are used for evidence-based services, not used to facilitate unethical, dangerous, contraindicated, contraindicated. I have never seen that word before. I think it's pronounced contraindicated. Um, or harmful practices that are no longer recognized as viable by practicing health professionals, especially where those services pose a particular risk of harm to minors, noted the order. My administration is committed to ensuring the health, safety, and well-being of all young people, <clears throat> including LGBTQ young people, and taking action to stop the harmful practice of conversion therapy on minors in Wisconsin. Oh, oh no. How horrible. He actually cares about minors. And we only care about fetuses. Particularly white ones. Way to lose the plot, dude. Why would you care about minors for nothing more than mini-uses for little robots that we slave around and try to mold into basically mini-uses, you know, that we live vicariously through? Oh my gosh, I, I can't. I just... By the way, I just want to make it clear, just in case you can't figure it out, I, I am playing the role of a conservative at this point. EO-122 is one of multiple measures that ever signed to observe LGBT Pride Month in June, with others including the rainbow pride flag being raised over the Wisconsin State Capitol, oh no, how horrid, and directing state agencies to expand for use of gender-neutral print language. No, not gender-neutral language! No! <clears throat> the downfall of Western civilization! Because somebody might say... They, them, to refer to singular people. Oh, no, Julie. Oh, no, I just... I can't. I just can't. We're going to hell in a handbasket. This is what Sodom was destroyed over. They, them, pronouns. No. Oh, no. And they say persons instead of men. Oh, no. Can't say persons, it's gotta be men. Oh god. Anyway. Anyway, um, in addition to celebrating the resiliency and joy of the LGBTQ community, Pride also offers an opportunity for us to reflect on how the state can be and our communities can be better allies, stated the governor on Tuesday. <clears throat> These executive orders today recognize the work we have to do as a state to protect, support, and celebrate all LGBTQ Wisconsinites, especially our kids, and ensure our state is safe, inclusive, and just a place where every person has the resources and support to thrive. I don't know. I don't know who the governor of Wisconsin currently is, but holy shit, what an upgrade over Scott Walker, the last Wisconsin governor I knew the name of. Holy shit. Um, anyway. Continue on. In an emailed statement to the Christian Post on Thursday, Julianne K. Appling, president of Wisconsin Family Action. Oh, what a what a what a, what a wonderful sounding um, com, um organization said. Governor Tony Evers is using every means possible to advance the LGBTQ agenda this month. I know what what a horrible agenda. Um, the agenda of asking for you know. Basic human rights. 
or respect, you know, to, um, you know, be treated like human beings. Just what a, what a horrid agenda. I, uh, can't even imagine how horrid that is. I can't imagine how hard that is for good Christian, God-fearing Christians like you to treat minorities like, you know, human beings. I, I'm sorry that you have to, um, that you can't just go down the street and call anybody who acts a little bit strange faggot anymore without repercussion. It must be really damn hard. Um, so my full condolences to you um, for having to live in a world where LGBT people are asking for, you know, to be treated in a respectable manner. I, I, I can't imagine how hor- horrible this must be. Obviously, we're turning straight into Sodom. <clears throat> this this executive order is an end run around the legislature shutting down a rule that his administration wanted to prove it would have done what this EO purports to do. This EO actually harms minors rather than helps them because the governor is making it more difficult for parents to get help for, for minor children who are struggling with same-sex attraction or gender confusion. Ah, yes, the struggle of having sexual attraction or, you know, having, knowing what gender you are, but your parents not accepting. Ah, yes, the struggle of, you know, being gay. What? Like, who? What the fuck? Like, the only reason it's a struggle is because you keep pushing for parents to not accept their kids. And to tell their kids that they are lesser than and that they are fucking subhuman, and that they need to, you know, just come to Jesus, and he will cure you. Hey, guess what, motherfuckers? It doesn't work. Look, I am a conversion therapy survivor. I went to conversion therapy for two fucking years. Guess what? It doesn't work, motherfucker. Do you know what it did do instead? It made me want to kill myself. You know? Like, I'm just saying, like, I still have recurring trauma every Christmas season, because... I went through conversion therapy from, let's see, late 2014 through late 2016. The first thing I remember after conversion therapy, because I pretty much blocked those entire two years out of my mind, because um, they were so fucking awful, um, was Christmas. Like, the week before Christmas, 2016. Bottom of the barrel. I was at the fucking bottom of the barrel. I had no self-worth whatsoever. And I was literally, and I mean literally, praying every day, many, many times a day, for God to just kill me. Conversion therapy does not work. What it is, though, is psychological torture that teaches you that you're a subhuman monster. Because that's exactly the lesson that I learned, was that I was a fucking subhuman monster. And that, you know, I deserve to fucking, anything bad that happened to me. I mean, there's a reason why so many kids go for LG through conversion therapy end up killing themselves. I remember reading articles back when I was still trying to pretend to myself that it wasn't LGBT of kids going through conversion therapy and killing themselves. I remember those articles in conservative newspapers talking about it.
No, this is not helpful to any child whatsoever. The only thing it does is make the parents feel better about their shitty ass selves. You know, their bigoted ass selves. You know, like, well, we're getting our kid fixed because we don't want our kid to be different than us. Because we just see our kids as extensions of ourselves, you know, who we live vicariously through. You know, hey, here's the here's the thing, parents. I don't know if you uh, like. Apparently, most parents have never figured this fucking thing out. Guess what? If you decide to have a kid, you get whatever that kid gives you. The kid ends up disabled, but guess what? You don't get to sit there and bitch about it because that's what you signed up for when you decided to have fucking set unprotected sex. If that kid ends up being gay or trans, well, guess what? You signed up for it when you decide. To have unprotected sex, guess what happens? You have a kid and you don't know how we're going to turn out. You fucking just expect your kid to fucking be fucking normal. You know, like when, when you consider to be fucking normal, not disabled. You know, don't have any mental illnesses uh, or LGBT or whatever the fuck, you know. Guess what? It's unrealistic. For the love of God, put a fucking condom on. I am fucking done of all these fucking ass parents. We're just like... Oh no, my kid wasn't exactly what I wanted. Well, guess what, fucker? You decided to have sex unprotected. This is what you get. You take it or leave it. And if you want to leave it, then guess what? You should have left a condom on. It's really that simple, people. I'm sorry. You don't get to sit there and fucking choose exactly how your child is going to be like. You get what you get. And guess what? Whatever you get, if it's not exactly what you wanted, get the fuck over it. If you don't want to take that risk, then get the fucking condom on. It's really that simple. I'm sorry. Anyway, continuing on with this Cope article. Um, Appling added, conversion therapy, as defined in the EO, would mean a licensed Christian counselor whose agency receives any state funds could not offer true help and help um, to these young people. Ah, yes, teaching the kids that are shameful, uh, that they're subhuman monsters, and that they need to be fixed, and that God hates them. Ah, yes, that's true. That, that, that's true hope and hope and help. Um, exactly, totally. <clears throat> um, true help, help and hope is not giving the wholesale endorsements of same-sex attraction and gender quote-unquote reassignment. No, 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 it actually is. Uh, here's the thing. Um, don't know if you've seen the studies or not, but uh, yeah, the studies are out. And we have like hundreds upon hundreds of them. And every single one of them shows, you never, like hands down, that supporting your LGBT child, whatever they are, actually um, boosts up for mental health. Like, for actually happier and healthier, openly gay or pansexual or trans or non-binary or whatever the fuck they are. Shocker. So yeah, um, apparently, uh, actually, the true hope and help is um, supporting LGBT people. So sorry, 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 dumb bigoted bitch lady. Um, anyway, continue on. It's being able to point out harms, um, both short term and long term. What harms? What harms? That's the thing that none of these motherfuckers can ever come up with other than something, something AIDS, something, something pedophile. 
which aren't answers. The only answer, okay, I'll be more generous. The answer is, well, it destroys society. Well, how does it destroy society then? Well, because it destroys the definition of nuclear family. Well, where do you get this definition of nuclear family? Well, the Bible. Well, where in the Bible does it say that? Uh, Genesis. When it says, yeah, you know, man, uh, man shall leave his parents and be united with his wife. Okay, but it's not a definition of family. That's just... Talking about a straight man finding a straight wife. It's not. It's not um, a definition of family at all. And and I love how these motherfuckers think it's exclusive. Like that 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 like because the Bible defines one thing, you know, like talks about straight couple, you know, in that way. That means therefore it's only. A straight couple, like only straight couples are um, acceptable. It's not. I, there's nowhere in the Bible where it says that. I hate to break it to you. Anyway, um, both short-term and long-term help, and to offer help, real help in coming to terms of truth and biological realities. What are those, motherfucker? Answer me. Oh, you got none? Okay, shut the fuck up then. Um, anyway. <clears throat> Governor Evers is trying to bully these counselors and their agencies with his threat of losing funding. In doing so, he wants to hurt votes he says he wants to protect. Oh, no. How dare Evers tell people they can't torture others anymore. Oh, the horror of it all. Just, oh. Can, can you imagine anything worse? Just can't imagine anything worse. Um, and I... And that's all we're gonna read from this, because if we just keep on going, because they just they they just get even more ridiculous, and honestly, I don't have the brain cells left to go over this ridiculousness, especially when we have one more fucking article I want to go over, which is just honestly, I, I, I'm gonna look for this article. It's pretty fucking long. Um, okay, it's not as long as I thought it was, and I have diminishing brain cells at this moment, so we are just going. Um, to go after this article, um, the final one I wanted to go through was The American Conservative. The article is, Foundations are setting the transgender agenda and targeting children. <gasps> oh no, not the kids, not the kids. Anyway, um, governments, corporations, politicians, medical institutions, and schools Banks, pharma, tech, the media, and Hollywood are promoting the normalization of body dissociation in children. They are destroying our children's bodies at the altar of gender identity. They are silencing critique. I uh, know, um, here's the thing. We've done studies on this. Uh, body normal dissociation in children is normal, like it's something that happens. Um, and what you're talking about is gender dysphoria. Let's put an actual scientific term on this. Um, it is normal. It's something that many experience. In fact, cisgender people can experience um, gender dysphoria as we discussed in the last episode. Um, so yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, oh no, how dare they normalize the fact that this happens? Like, we normalize talking about that this happens. Oh no, how horrid. Like, guess what? Kids are... Like, 
And even your own terminology doesn't even make sense, the way you phrase this. So we're promoting the normalization of body dissociation in children. So basically, like, you recognize it happens. You clearly recognize that. Otherwise, you wouldn't have written that way. So why are you saying that? So why are you bitching about him normalizing? It? Like, what does that even mean? What does that even look like? Like... You're literally bitching that people are bringing attention to the fact that some people have gender dysphoria. Is that really your fucking problem? Anyway. Continuing on. The phrase, quote-unquote, transgender youth is now normal, accepted, and celebrated. Oh, no. How horrible. How horrid that we tell kids who have gender dysphoria that, you know, they're not fucking weirdos. Who um, should be, you know, need to keep, who need to hide in shame who they really are. You know, how dare we actually help these kids have better mental health? Yeah, I can't imagine anything worse than that. Um, few in society even question what this phrase means. The prominent CBS program, 60 Minutes, recently aired a piece on the topic. Leslie Stahl opens the segment by introducing Dr. Erica Anderson, whom Stahl refers to as a gender psychologist. Stahl states that Anderson is transgender herself. She refers to young trans patients. She says that Arkansas recently passed a bit law prohibiting people from treating transgender youth. At no point does Stahl ask anyone what these, any of these terms mean or how they could relate to children's mental health. The piece already appears to simply assume the viewers already know. Okay, so let's go over these terms. Gender psychologist. You, you can't figure out what that means. Somebody who is a psychologist, you know, meaning that they deal with, you know, mental and emotional um, uh, issues or whatever, you know. They, they deal with people who are, you know, who need help with some mental image or emotional problems or whatever, you know. Um, and they specifically do that in regards to gender and gender identity. Um, so, I mean, that one is kind of simple. Um, so, let's see, the other phrase that apparently... Um, it needs defining because you can't figure it out. Um, is transgender herself? Okay, so uh, let's break this down. Transgender. Somebody who uh, strongly desires or views themselves as uh, a member of the gender opposite of what they were assigned at birth. And then herself means that uh, the person that. Uh, Erica Anderson is a trans woman, meaning that she was assigned male at birth, you know, uh, when she was born, she was, you know, everybody was like, oh, that's, that, that, that's a dude. And when in reality, she was, you know, identified as a girl. And so now she has transitioned so that people would actually treat her and see her as a woman. So, uh, I don't need that phrase too hard to figure out either, but okay, you know, I, I recognize there's a lot of people who don't really understand what this trans thing is, so maybe, you know, maybe it's a good thing to um, explain what that one is. You know, like, well, okay, I'll give you, I'll, I'll be generous and give you that one. All right, the next phrase um, that apparently needs uh, definition. Young trans patients. Uh, young people, um, probably kids and teens, um, who are transgender. 
Um, and they are medical patients of Dr. Erica Anderson. So I don't think that one is really that hard to figure out. Um, I don't really know why that one needs to be defined. And then how about uh, the final phrase that apparently really needs to be defined? Treating transgender youth. Um, giving them the medical help that they need. Medical support. Don't think that one is that hard either. Um, but hey, apparently um, the author Jennifer Bilek, um must might not be the brightest bulb in the chandelier. So... No, um, but yeah, apparently those those terms needed to be defined. But anyway, continuing on with the article. How did we get here? In 2019, the Spectator journalist James Kirkup asked why so many people and organizations who had no knowledge of our of or policies regarding transgenderism. Ah, yes, because being trans is an ideology. It's not people who you know transition or, you know, desire to be the opposite sex, you know, um, it's an ideology um, for subhuman monsters who are um, created this ideology to destroy the family and to give the middle finger to God. That's what it really is. What um, Nice way to dehumanize, asshole. Um, continuing on to the article. At the beginning of the decade, we're now enthusiastically embracing non-binary identities and transition. Okay, so, the question is why so many people and organizations who had no knowledge of or policies regarding trans people and non-binary people by the end of the decade were supportive? I don't know, maybe being educated on these issues. Or, let's be honest, most likely because, well, they saw too many workers who were... And they didn't want to, you know, had a bad image because they realized society was becoming more accepting. So they decided to become more accepting themselves. And some of them probably got educated as well, you know. Um, just being on it, just be, like, it doesn't require that much thought, Jennifer. Or um, James Kirkup, who apparently needed to ask that question, it doesn't, doesn't really require that much thought. Um, but anyway... He unearthed a document by Denton's, the world's largest international law firm, and Thomson Reuters Foundation, a corporate tax law and media behemoth, entitled, Only Adults? Good Practices and Legal Gender Recognition for Youth. The November, 20, the November 2019 document was drafted for ILGYO, International Lesbian, Gay, Bisexual, Transgender, Queer, and Intersex Youth and Student Organization, to assist in advancing the idea that it is possible for a child to be, quote-unquote, transgender. Um, yeah, because, you know, it actually is. We got studies showing that. Um, ask many trans people. And they'll tell you that they knew they were trans from a young age. Not all. Many did not know until they're much older. But I, and, you know, I know a lot of others who did know um, pretty much always. So, yes, um, hey, to break it to you, but, yes, it it, it is possible. Uh, Quite shockingly, it is possible. Anyway, uh, continue on. The Denton's document helps these trans activists persuade children to legally change for gender without adult approval. Oh no, how horrid. Um, these heavily politicized entities. Ah yes, um, human rights. Very political. You know, so thinking that people should be treated well, you know, and not live in shame and wanting to kill themselves. That's so damn political. It's not a human, you know, so it's not just being decent humans. It's 
being political. It's an article. Um, these, high, these heavily politicized entities have the legal and media clout to make these changes. Trust law is Thomson Reuters pro bono legal program, connecting the most successful law firms and corporate legal teams around the world with high-impact NGOs. The foundation works to drive systemic change in society. Reuters is fond of titles that drive the newly minted categories of transgender people uh, and people with gender identities. And now they are selling us transgender children with their legal guide and for news items. I guess gender identities. So, so controversial. Because apparently, you know, if you're a human, you know, you don't have a gender identity, you know. You, um, Elizabeth, I think that's your name. Jennifer, sorry, sorry, Jennifer. I don't know why I thought Elizabeth. Um, so you're telling me that you don't have a gender identity. I think you might be a gender. Just saying, uh, gender identities, um, everyone, you know, pretty much has one. Hate to break it to you. So the fact that you think that this is something that's pretty horrifying kind of says about something about your own intelligence. And it's not glowing. And transgender people, oh no, how horrid that we call trans people people. Is that really bad, fucking bad for you? If so, then um, it's kind of a you problem. And transgender children, yeah, guess what? Trans kids exist. This is then known for, I don't know, a hundred years now. Yeah, um, we got science, you know, studies on trans kids going back to like, I don't know, 1930s. Just, just saying. Just saying, you know. Um, and, you know, even in other cultures throughout the world, you know, they've always had like at least a third gender, if not more. Including children. Just saying. Um, this is not exactly a new phenomena. I'm sorry that um, this hurts you so badly to uh, have to acknowledge that, you know, people of gender, different gender identities and you exist. Um, so, sorry that, you know, this is such a rough time for you. <clears throat> anyway, continuing on with the article. Denton's has been doing pro bono work for myriad LGBT organizations around the world, is a sponsor for and recruits from the LGBT bar, networks with Lambda Legal, and is now creating his own transgender law centers. Evan Wolfson, an internationally recognized civil rights lawyer, joined, joined Denton's as a senior counsel in his New York office in 2016. Among other accomplishments, he's been presented with the Stonewall Award in 2016 and was named one of the 100 most influential people in the world and was named one of the 100 most influential lawyers in America. Last year, Wilson led the Denton's team to a win at the U.S. Supreme Court where, in a 6-3 decision, the court held that title... Um... I have no idea what this fucking Roman numeral is. Let me look. Let me go over to my DVD collection where I have movies with Roman numerals and see if I can figure out. Okay, Title Seven. Okay, that's what it is. 
Title VII. Um, Title VII of the Civil Rights Act of 1964 protects all workers, as Dentons would have it, including lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, and non-gay Americans from being fired because of their sexual orientation or gender identity. Um, you, you, so your problem is that, you know, for saying that you can't just fire people just for being different. That's what you're bitching about. Okay, just just want to make clear. Anyway, continue on. Um, according to feminist lawyer Kara Dansky, though, Dentons is misrepresenting the court's ruling. The court did not mention so-called gender identity. It said that people have a right to be protected in employment on the basis of transgender status without defining that phrase. She goes on to add, Dens is not wrong, though, in terms of the work that the Bostock decision will do to obliterate sex-based rights. Okay, question. How does it obliterate sex-based rights? It literally, I don't know, adds to them, I would think, by saying that uh, basically there's no way on earth, you know, in theory, you know, in a perfect world, you know, saying that everybody, you know, actually obeyed these laws and didn't find ways around them um that nobody based off of you know for sex or gender um could be discriminated against in a job setting um i don't understand how the fuck you come up with this ridiculous ass notion that this is obliterating sex-based rights when this is literally just an expansion um yeah a really wonky definition of obliterate i think you should be pretty fucking grateful you fucking dumb bitch turf ass bitch um anyway so yeah, I mean, this is a turf. This is not a feminist. Let's make that clear. If you are a turf, you are not a feminist. Um, just simple as that. If you don't, if you're not fighting to protect all women, you you're not a feminist. You can't just sit there and defend some women and call yourself a feminist. It's really that that game simple. And then continuing on. Um, indeed, the Biden administration has already used the ruling to redefine sex to include. Gender identity. Yeah, because guess what? Um, sex and gender identity are very much intertwined in many ways. Um, you know, uh, if it wasn't for sex, uh, you know, physical sex, um, probably wouldn't have gender identities, I would think. So, yeah, um, it just makes sense. Uh, logical, kind of a logical conclusion. Unless you want to completely rid of sex-based rights. So, anyway, continue on the article. Throughout U.S. federal administrative law, even though the ruling itself was explicitly confined to the employment context, Dentons know that the Bostock decision was a win for the gender identity industry. And it knows why. I guess... The industry of gender identity. If you have a gender identity, do you identify as a woman? Were you born a female and identify as a woman? Congratulations. You have been indoctrinated by the gender identity industry. This industry, with billions behind it, every year creates big bombs in our great culture war, for the sole purpose of transing the children and making sure that people have horrid things such as gender identities. Think that your man is 
you know, that your loving husband maybe just focus a little bit too much on being a manly man? Or is he just doing it at all? Well, then you need to tell him to knock it the fuck off because he is giving into gender identity industry bullshit. Oh, the horrors of gender identity. How can we live with it? This horrid gender identity industry. Billions of year, billions of dollars being spent to destroy humanity with gender identity. I don't identify as anything. In fact, because I don't want to give in to gender identity bullshit. Oh, I'm sorry. I gotta. I just realized I am running late. I've got a ladies' tea party to go to. Uh, talk to you later. Yeah, that, uh, gender identity industry. Are you fucking me? This is how fucking desperate these motherfuckers are. We're just literally pulling shit straight out of our eyes. Like, we're coming up with anything. This is like, we're just making up bullshit conspiracy theories. Like, it's. They are desperate. They are so damn desperate. It's like on the simultaneously funny and sad to watch. Just like how fucking desperate these motherfuckers are. Now that they have literally come up with the gender identity industry. <clears throat> oh my fucking god. These people. This is how you know none of these motherfuckers know anything of what they're talking about. Like, seriously, like, none of these motherfuckers know a single fucking thing of what we're talking about. I mean, this should have been obvious even before we got to the gender identity industry thing. Holy shit. Like, what is wrong with you? Like, who's, who's a part of the gender identity industry? Boeing? Ravian? Like, who fucking hell, man? Like, seriously, like, come up with better conspiracy theories that isn't riffing off of the actual thing known as the military-industrial complex. Holy hell, people. Anyway. <laughs> Continuing on with this article. These identities being cultivated seems to be emerging out of mist. Yeah, um... Hate to break it to you, buddy, but maybe it's because you purposely stayed ignorant because you didn't want to believe that um, there were people who were different than you that existed. Because, hate to break it to you, but um, trans identities have existed, I don't know, um, thousands upon thousands of years in just about every fucking culture and manageable. Just do some fucking research. You know, you know I'll, 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 I will give you a free starter, okay? The Hijra in Pakistan. I think I got that country right. I think it's yeah, Hijra from Pakistan, right? That's what we're going about. But yeah, just look them fucking up. It's, there's your free starter, you know, your free starting, you know, search engine term to start with. You fucking idiot. I don't know. So maybe look up how, you know, the Jews during um, biblical times, including Jesus' time. Recognized six genders. Look up two spirit. Just saying. 
Um, yeah, I hate to break it to you, dumbass. Trans people have existed for thousands and thousands of years. The only reason that they seem to be um, emerging out of the mist and being cultivated so recently is because you're an ignorant ass motherfucker who doesn't, who wants to try to pretend that nobody's different than you. Everybody looks just like you. Everybody acts just like you. Hey, so, so no, these are not just emerging out of the mist and just being cultivated. They've they've existed for thousands of years. And guess what? You'll still be around long after you're gone. And here, I got a shocking thing to say. I know, I am going straight to hell for saying this. We're going to be in heaven. (gasps) Yes, guess what? Trans people are still going to be trans in heaven. Because guess what? Being trans is not a product of the fall. I tweeted this on Twitter. I'm going to have a link to it. In, my, in the fucking show notes, if I remember, LGBT people are not a result of the fall. If you're not, if man had never sinned, LGBT people would still exist. Because guess what? God's good and perfect plan included for the creation of LGBT people. Sorry, bitch. That's just the way it is. You can either deny the word of God and pretend that's not true. Or you can, you know, be a good Christian. It's really that simple, dumb bitch. And yes, I will fucking fight you on that statement. I am not. Um, I will fucking fight you over that tweet. Because it is 100% in every damn way defensible. I, I don't even know how you twist scripture to pretend otherwise. Anyway. Continuing on, I, I I don't know. Let me just quickly see if there's anything else really worth reading. Um, honestly, there's really no point in reading it because it's just standard transphobia, just stupid ass shit. And I feel like I've gotten the point across. So, yeah, I, there were some more things I really wanted to get to in this episode, but. Clearly not getting to it. We've been recording for quite a while now. How long? Holy shit. Yeah, man, I've really been recording a lot longer than I thought. Um, anything I really, really want to mention before we get going? Uh, oh, yeah. So I, I just wanted to quickly bring up one thing. So months ago, I made a video about Tom McDonald. Um, calling, you know, pointing out how transphobic he is. That video is... <laughs> People really loving that one. Um, I've had to delete quite a few comments in that comment thread already. Because holy shit. And it's been months now. And people are not stopping. Like a few weeks ago, somebody was dead naming me on it. And just a few days ago, somebody, some asshole went on there and literally posted. Peter Howe is his name. Just wanted you to know. His name is Peter Howe. And he's got a picture of himself because he's a fucking idiot. Um... You're just another straight phobic it thing that complains about facts. What a fucking loser. And I like calls me an it thing. I'm not even a human. I'm an it thing. And of course, you know, I responded. I just said, okay, if you say so. Because that's all, honestly all you can do. When fucking idiots like this, you know, come and just accuse you, just say, just accuse you of stupid ass shit. Just tell them what they want to hear. 
is what I really learned. You know, whenever a conservative accuses me of being pedophile, it's just like, yes! Yes, I am. In fact, I am very much a pedophile and very fucking proud of it. And, um, <clears throat> just want to say, um, probably should keep an eye on your kids tonight, you know, just, just saying. Because if not, it's going to be a good night, you know, it's going to be a very fun time. For me, of course, maybe not you and your kids, but for me, it'll be a fun time. So, just to say, you might want to keep an eye on them tonight, you know, like, uh, seriously, if any kids you've been a pedophile, just say, yes, I am. Keep an eye on your kids tonight, motherfucker. May not see them in the morning. You know, if they accuse you, you know, of like, you know, wanting to destroy Western society, say, yep, yep, yes, I am. Probably doing it. So, oh, you know, transient the kids, you're transient the kids. Yes, I am. And I'm transient your kids right now. I got a big Jewish space laser and it's pointing straight at your kid. So sending subliminal trans brain waves to fuck with your child. What you gonna do about a punk? Hmm? 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 Seriously, just tell these motherfuckers what they want to hear. Because guess what? There's never anything you're going to say that's ever going to convince them to the contrary. Because to them, you are nothing more than a sodomite subhuman. So just tell them what they want to hear. So you, so when he accuses me of being a straightphobic it thing, I'm fat complains about straight facts. I just on it. Okay. If you say so. If that's what you want to believe, go ahead. I can't, I, I'm not going to ever convince you everyone has. So yeah, I just wanted to kind of bring that up a little bit. Anyway, so that's definitely everything I'm going to, I'm going to talk about in this episode. So yeah, um, thanks for watching everybody. Uh, watching, why did I say fucking watching? Listening everybody. And I hope that you have a wonderful day. Um, peace.